To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. On occasion, I receive emails and texts asking me why I am so critical of the government. Fewer texts and emails are arriving this year than in previous years, to be fair, as it becomes more evident to even the most fanatical of devotees that ideological decisions made with the best of intentions are actually harmful to the country and to many New Zealanders. To be fair, I would be critical of a government of any hue that behaved with such misguided, myopic, ideological idiocy, and on the flip side, intransigent arrogance. I'm critical of this government because they built up so much expectation and have failed to deliver to the very people they promised to help and who voted them in. People needing safe, secure housing. Kids needing a decent education to give them a chance of escaping the poverty trap. Businesses who just want the opportunity to determine their own futures without being hamstrung by rules and regulations and a lack of staff. Shop owners wanting to know that they can go to work and come home without their face smashed in or their robbery or their goods looted or losing their lives just to earn their keep. People who want to feel safe in their communities. This is not an exhaustive list by any means of people who have been let down, but just some of those who can feel justifiably disappointed by this government. They were a COVID government in 2020, given a huge mandate by a largely febile population had been whipped into an absolute frenzy at the thought of catching COVID. And the fact that they survived, just as the statistics said they would, they attributed to and gave thanks to St Ashley Bloomfield and Jacinda Ardern, the mother of the nation. Yet despite this, report after report slammed the government's response to the pandemic. Reports commissioned by the government itself. Sir Brian Roach, Heather Simpson. These are not rabid anti-Labourites. They are career public service politicians who know the way the system works. They know how it works best. They can see when things have gone wrong, and boy, because they, they see things had gone wrong. In 2020, Sir Brian Roach slammed the government's preparedness, slammed the lack of appreciation of operational implications of directives, the poorly designed risk targeting of testing regimes, particularly at the border, real concerns about a reluctance to work with employers about how testing could be implemented, they warned the Ministry of Health had had a breakdown in communication with every single stakeholder they interviewed and every government department as the ministry became increasingly bunkered and blinkered. Decision makers were failing to consider non-health decisions when making COVID-19 decisions. And so it goes on. So that was back in 2020. And you can see the result of that with that purely health-focused approach. Bugger everything else. Well, we've seen what happens when that gets buggered. In 2021, Sir Brian wrote another searing review highlighting failures in the vaccination rollout, that there needed to be a coherent and fit-for-purpose plan for MIQ alternatives, with saliva and rat tests rolled out widely as quickly as possible. That was in November 21. 
It wasn't until January the government started appropriating rats that had been ordered by proactive New Zealand businesses. And when asked about it, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said, oh, well, you know, the effectiveness of rats can range from 30 to 80% and there's 19 different sorts and we're doing all sorts of testing to make sure. And asked when people could pick up rapid antigen tests from the supermarket and test themselves at home, Ardern said the government wanted to make sure the tests were not being used for no reason. How dare you buy a test and use it for your own purposes? The government will tell you when you can use a test. And now we have a ruling on the cruelty of the MIQ system. And the High Court has found that the government overstepped the mark in terms of the fundamental rights of Kiwis. I knew that. You knew that. The suffering caused by this government because of its blinkered and simplistic approach to the pandemic will be felt for generations. And yet Grant Robinson says uh, there's no need for the government to apologise. I don't think we. I don't think we do. I mean, obviously, the ombudsman's reported today and has expressed some real concern about whether or not officials should have given ministers more options to deal with it. It is worth remembering that there was a lot of criticism about the original MIQ system, where it was first and first served, and you had people waiting up all night pressing refresh, and then there were stories that people were being paid to go and do that. In response to that, the government tried to create a system that it was hoped would be fairer. Um, that was the, the lottery system, which then became very unpopular in itself. So we'll definitely take another look at what the Ombudsman said. Bear in mind that when the Grounded Kiwis case finished, you know, we did come through then and say, yep, there are some things we would do differently if God forbid we ever had to do MIQ before. But MIQ was part of keeping New Zealanders safe. And I know it was unpopular for those who didn't get spots, but it was critical for us in making sure we get the virus out while we got people vaccinated. Oh, honestly, keeping New Zealanders safe. If I, hear, if I live to be 105 and never hear that again, it'll be too soon. Keeping New Zealanders safe. That was Grant Robertson talking to Heather de Plessis Allen last night. But that, what has made me frustrated over the past couple of years is the fact that it's not just me criticising the government. It's the people they've asked to write the reviews. And there has been criticism. We're going back to the PPE and all the way through and criticism that they haven't picked up on the pointers. Some of them they have, some of them they did, but in too many cases they did not. They were slow to act, they were committed to a course that they simply could not turn away from, or would not. I don't know whether it's could or would. And so you have independent reports being produced, and still people go, oh, but isn't she lovely? You know, she kept us safe. This mania of being kept safe, if you looked at the stats, yes, some people were going to die in the same way that a lot of people die from respiratory illness every single year. Some people were going to die. You just hope it's not you, and chances are it won't be. When you looked at the stats, chances are you'd be fine. <laughs> and we know now that chances are we will. Even old, fat, asthmatic drunkards, you know, they managed to get through. Speaking for a friend. I mean, honestly, you wonder why I'm critical of the government? Report after report after report after report written by people I trust and I respect say they have failed 
so many times and in so many ways. And that is just in the pandemic response. I'd be critical of any government that had such a poor performance. And if you had half a brain, you'd be critical too. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.